Welcome to episode 35 of the Wiretap Podcast with Alex. And Carlos. What's going on, Alex? Nah, nothing much. What's up with you? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I am horribly, uh, I think I'm under the weather. I don't think I'm sick. I'm just under the weather. And the worst part you is sound, I take you off. sound a little bit. I am, man. But this weekend, but, I, uh, well, not this weekend. On Monday, I, I, I take off to New York City for a couple of days. And I'm, I do not want to get sick, bro. Honestly, I'm just going to be real with you. I do not want to get sick. Better take some um, orange juice or vitamin C or whatever the man, talk, whatever that right, guy right, remember right. what uh, he said. Right. No. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I think Keon said throw some cucumber in there, some uh, cayenne pepper. Yeah, and all that good <laughs> stuff. Have a, how's your week been, man? How's that going? No, nah, it's good, man. Busy, busy as always, but just you know, I've been slow here and there. You got to know how to rest in between, you know. But yeah, no. For those good. of you that could, for those of you that could see me uh, today, uh, this. This episode is sponsored by Marcus Limonis. I'm just kidding. Just shout out to Marcus Limonis, a, a, a great uh, businessman that I tend to follow. He sent a hat to me. Uh, good guy. Fantastic yeah. guy. He's got a show on CNBC called The Profit. If you're not familiar with The Profit, I encourage you to watch CNBC and watch The Profit. He focuses on three things that I've actually taken those three things myself. As it says, it's people, process, and product, right? If you yeah. get the first two right, you'll get the third one incredibly well. So I really enjoy it, man. So shout out to Marcus uh, as I wanted to certainly uh, call him out today uh, on the show and say we appreciate him for sure. No, talking about like, you know, people and in, in people that are doing it well. What's one of the like CEOs you admire? <clears throat> oh, dude, speak. Yes, yes. Listen, do you know who Jamie Dimon is? Jamie Dimon doesn't yeah, Jamie necessarily Dimon. ring a bell. Mm -hmm. So Jamie Dimon is the CEO of JP Morgan, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. JP Morgan. And, and for those of you that, that may not be familiar with JP Morgan, uh, it's it's probably one of the largest banks, I would say, Alex. Wouldn't would you agree with that? I mean, it's pretty big for sure. I mean, um, uh, it, it, it is what it is. It's it's Chase and then a conglomerate of yeah. of investment bonds. I mean, the government is so connected to JP Morgan that, you know, it could be the next Bear Stearns if we're not careful. Right. Uh, as well as Bank of America. This this guy has been a CEO for years, man, of JP Morgan. And, and to be honest, what's interesting is, uh, I, I guess I got to say this, man. During the time, if you recall, remember we had a conversation, bro, about when the, the Fed chair was like grilling or Congress was grilling the banking industry, the, the banking sector. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Jamie Dimon was so chill. Jamie Dimon was so chill. He was answering the questions. He was spitting them back and forth. And I begin to admire Jamie a little bit more. I think he's got a brilliant, fantastic business mind. I do think I don't, I'm not going to use the word ruthless, Alex. I don't think he's ruthless. I think he's rigorous. I'll say that again. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's ruthless. I think he's just rigorous. He knows what he's got to do and he knows how to get it done. And some people would say, well, that's just plain out ruthless. No, 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 no. You're mixing up being rigorous and being ruthless, right? And we'll look at the definition of that later if we need to. But one of the top six things that I can pull from Jamie Dimon, bro, are six specific things that I want to certainly bring out today. But listen, the first one is that he he says, enforce a good decision. Like when you make a decision and you put a process in place, enforce it. If you know it's a great idea, push through, create a process for it. Don't cut any corners. Don't try to go around it. Go straight for it. Don't cut the process. Keep moving forward because when you enforce a good decision and you truly believe in that, 
good things are going to happen. And listen, I truly, and listen, everything that I agree with this man on, I'm right there because I lived it. And it is so true, man. Uh, number two, he, he talks about examining the raw data, right? So many people will look at data and there's so much data out there, right? When it comes to business, when it comes to, to anything that you may be doing, right? Especially if you're incredibly involved in your company, if you're a CEO, or even if you're on, on top of the food chain, right? At your company, corporation, et cetera. Listen, examine the raw data, James says. Focus on the real numbers, Alex. Don't focus on the fluff. Don't focus on the junk that, you know, don't sweat. Don't major on the minor, right? Focus on the numbers. The third one, <clears throat> understand when analysis helps and when it impedes. Check uh -huh. that out. I love that. Yeah. When you evaluate your numbers, when you evaluate your company, when you evaluate your process, when you evaluate your product, no, even your people, bro, especially when it comes to evaluation and you're evaluating employees that are under you, always remember, right? The numbers aren't never going to lie right? But what you can understand and what you can honestly be honest about is that when you look at this data, when you look at the analysis, understand what helps and then understand what gets in the way. So the third one, Alex, understand when analysis helps and when it impedes, bro. It is what it is. And I love it. Number four, he says, before an analysis takes place, assess all factors involved. Like it is not always about the numbers, but don't forget the numbers are involved right? Yeah. I'll say that again. It's not always all about the numbers, but you cannot disregard them, right? So at the end of the day, you got to put every single factor in place. You got to think about everything that goes in. So I love that. Number five, uh, always deal with reality. I love that. I have, listen, bro, I've got board members. <clears throat> I got board members. I got employees that'll say, well, you know, hopefully we'll, I always interrupt and I say, I, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I'm, I'm not a fan of hopefully. Hopefully we're not going to close the month out at this X amount of dollars. We need to work towards this and we need to monitor every week. And if we need to shift anything, then we need to shift something. There's no yeah, hopefully, right? It's kind of like, like one of the, it's kind of one of like the sales things, right? Where people, some people think that they got to sell and they start spending money. Like they already got it. And it's like, right, well, hopefully right. I get it. Or they're making the assumptions that they got. It's like, don't spend the money until it hits your bank account. First exactly, of all, exactly. Yeah. Live in reality, right? Live yeah. in reality, Jamie Diamond. That's not says. your and money then, yet. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Last one, of course, and keep learning to become a better leader. I listen, I don't think I have it all figured out. I'm still learning to figure it out, but I, I'm actually, you know, I feel like I've got a lot of good things, a lot of things under my belt. But hey, man, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm a student always. Uh -huh. So uh, so if I could break those down, man, that's that's what it would look like uh, when it comes to Jamie Dimon. And he shares these things. And, and we've seen the man in action. I've seen the man in action. I've seen him in front of Congress. I've seen him uh, being interviewed by CNBC and the man. Uh, just just incredibly impressive. Uh, I believe at one point there was an article I saw uh, his calendar and what his calendar looked like. And Bro, it's a constant meeting and, uh, you know, investor after investor, after investor, after investor, after investor, after investor. And it's like, man, if I could just get to that point, right. That's, that's the, that's the beautiful part, right. Uh, it's just a matter of time. I will say that. So anyway, uh, that's just me, bro. Uh, when it comes to Jamie, Dime, who's, who's your guy, man. I, I, I mean, I mean, who, who's your, like, who's your go-to dude, right? Well, like I was mentioning earlier, Carlos, it's like, you know, we have all the traditional ones. You got your Jeff Bezos, but one that kind of goes underneath the radar that I kind of been eyeing for a little bit as far as because of her predictions is Kathy Woods. 
Kathy Woods has made media attention, you know, due to uh, making bold predictions on Tesla and some other investments. Mm -hmm. And actually her, her stock picks have been performing very well. So she's been taking a role because she's been right most of the time. And and that's what you want, right? You can't be right all the time, but you want to be right most of the time where you're making money. I think the ARK investment, I mean, the shares have gone up like 600 million. And, and I mean, think I think her net worth is like almost or what she's controlling. It's, it's, it's a lot of money. And what I like about her is she just doesn't care. She believes she goes with her gut instinct, kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure she's got she's a, a smart disruptor, team. bro. She's a she's yeah. a fantastic example of of an innovator, but who is also disruptive in the market. Would you agree? Yeah, no, 100%. And this is why I think she goes underneath the radar. And that's why it's my pick as like one of the CEOs that I admire for everything that we just talk, innovation, bold statements, pursuing. And like I said, she's been right on most of the most of her picks that it's it's good, you know? That's oh, no, I, I think it's. I don't want to go too much because I know you, you yeah, kind of. Because I've already taken spoke. about a good 20 minutes just talking about. <laughs> No, but <laughs> but you know, it's, it's it's I encourage people to look into you know what she has to offer and just keep yeah. an eye on her predictions and what she says. I think it'll be great. Look, at the end of the day, man, you got to have somebody you look up to, right? Uh, whether you know them or not, you know, we talked about mentoring a couple of episodes ago, Alex. Uh, you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta have some examples, right? You gotta be able to look up to somebody and say, "What can I take away from this individual?" Right? What can I learn, even though they're not in front of me? What can I learn, even though uh, they they just wrote an article, right? What can I pull away from this, even though there's just a book on you know X, Y, and Z? So yeah, man, I think it's it's all about that. I'm actually impressed. I was not, I did not see Kathy Woods coming out of you. I will say that. No, I mean, I think I've been, you know, I've been keeping close. I try to watch interviews. I try to watch what she says. I, you can buy the ET, her ETF as well. Um, and, and slowly, um, we talked about being consistent. It's one yeah. of the ones that I kind of look into and just slowly like start building my portfolio because I, I believe that her ETFs or the way she's investing, I, I think it's good. So I, I put my money, I put my money on her and, and that's why I think a lot of people just need to keep an eye on her because no, that's good. Yeah. That's good, man. It's kind of like, uh, look, I've always said this, uh, men are not the only ones. I think men are dominant, right? When it comes mm-hmm. to, the, to the world of investing in the finance sector, I think they, they have become dominant in such a way. But the women, I mean, all my single ladies, all my married ladies, right? Uh, the ladies have really showed up, man, when it comes to the finance sector. And they're outperforming in so many ways. I think about Jane Frazier, uh, the, the CEO of Citibank. We talked about her a way a long time ago, uh, just pulling some of the priorities that she focuses on. And it's just a fantastic model that that you really see her jumping on and she actually comes from uh jp morgan so uh it's it's pretty impressive yeah i was gonna say in august like 2011 of uh 2021 her net worth was worth 400 million so we're not talking about oh she's worth billions of dollars here it's just someone that's also hungry in the market and creating waves and I mean, I'm sure she can get there eventually. I oh, mean, she handles handles the big investments and stuff, and she's making the right call. To right. be worth 400 million is is still a very impressive, dude. I, I mean, it's not, of course, your Jay Bezos and Elon Musk, no, but no, still, no, no, you know, no. it it's it's kind of it, it puts her on the gotta, map. Puts her on yeah, the map, it puts bro. her definitely, and you got to just look at that kind of little stuff and and see what she's saying, and you want to mimic what other big investors are doing in. Trying to mimic what they're doing because they want they got a winning philosophy. As we talk about these CEOs, Alex, and uh, 
some of the things that you admire about them and some of the qualities that you and I have pulled away from to say, you know what, uh, here's, here's, here's who I've been watching. And, and maybe perhaps some of our listeners are diving into that and trying to figure out, you know, what could I learn from these individuals? And sometimes you really have to take a step back, Alex, and really analyze the individual that you're wanting to focus on to see what you can learn from someone. It could be your next door neighbor. It could be the, your boss that you may not like, but you can certainly pull qualities that you like and you dislike. But here's the one thing, Alex, I think uh, it's good to pull these characteristics from these CEOs. But my question to you is, what's that one thing that nobody knows about you, bro? Like, you know, I know we, you know, look, I know we've been doing this for what, 35 weeks already. We've been doing this for 35 weeks. Uh, they say that most podcasts don't last after, I think like after 15 episodes. Uh, so we've, we've blown it out of the water with 20 extra, but I don't think we've really released a lot of information as to who we are. No. And I, I'm intentional about that for sure, uh, because I, I don't want to give it all away, right? I want you to get to know me, who I am and how I think and, and things that nature. But what's one thing, Alex, if, if you were the CEO of, 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 X company, right? Uh, my question to you is what would someone learn about you that perhaps, you know, only if they knew you deeply, right? What is that one thing? I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's a super hard question because you, 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 you come up with a lot of things in your, in your, in your mind is just, I think I, I push myself to, to work really hard. So I kind of expect the same return. If, right. if I kind of do, like, if I basically, so do you beat yourself oh, up when you don't excel? No, are you hard, how about, how about we go back to, are you hard on yourself when you have not gotten the outcome that you expected? Or do you just, no, move on? no, I move on. I, I've, okay. I've learned to, okay. to okay. be okay to set schedules and, and kind of move on. I think what, but to what, take uh, your losses, right. That's the question to take your losses. Have you, have you mastered that? Um, Man, I, I'm not sure. Like, it's here's what it's I would say. It's a tough question, right? Yeah. Well, here's what I would say that a lot of people don't know about me, or some people do know if they really get to know me. Yeah. I like to, I do like to teach. I, I like to teach. I like to show somebody, like, even if, if it's in the craft or whatever, I don't mind teaching somebody how to do it. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say that's one thing most people don't know. They, they think that, Oh, I like to harbor information, and that's mm. not true. No. I like to mm. teach anybody who wants to be uh, taught, right? And yeah. they want to yeah. pick up some new things. They think I don't you hold mind your, doing that. They think you hold your cards real close to your chest. Yeah, I mean, per perhaps, but it's like I don't mind showing you. I want, and I've said it before: if I succeed, you succeed. I want to make you look right, good. right. Let's so, eat together, so, right? Yeah. Right, so right. there's been I love. Plenty listen, of times I will say that about you. I will say that about you, Alex. You are that kind of individual. That if we're gonna eat, let's eat together, right? Yeah. So, and, and I think that's the only, th I think that's one of the things that most people don't know is like, I, there's been plenty of times where I've done almost a lot of the work and people, and some people take the credit that kind of like, Hey, let's, let's mm, take the credit together. Mm. But you know, sometimes right, I don't mind. Right. It's like, Hey, you do you because I, I do well by myself anyway. So you know I will say, I be, will admire, I do admire that about you, Alex. You're, yeah. I have noticed and I've learned throughout the years that you're not, if we could use a better word for it, you're not a hater. Yeah. Yeah, you are you are a congratulator. I will yeah, say I don't that. I don't waste no time on that. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, that's yeah. that's 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 real talk. Uh, I think that's a characteristic that I would say that I would pull from you to say, you know, if there's anything I identify with Alex with, if there was only one thing, you know, despite his horrible fashion sense, I would say that it would be certainly <laughs> that he's certainly not a hater. So I I I see that from you, man. I I really do. What about really yours? Do. What's yours? You know, everybody. I guess you could say 
a lot of people, how about this? A lot of people, I am an extrovert. I am an extrovert. I'm all out there. I can be out there. Mm -hmm. I can public speak to the fullest. I can do presentations like that. Listen, but some, if you really know me, you know that I really enjoy my solitude. If you really know, what a lot of people don't know is I really enjoy my solitude. Not, not a lot of people know that, right? Not a lot. Of, everyone would expect, man, Carlos is always out there. He's always out there. He's always going. He's always going. The, the reality is that I'm very, very protective about my solitude. Because in those moments of solitude, I really get, I really get my mm-hmm. mind into gear, right? I really get my mind into gear, my mind into focus. And that it's no longer the extrovert. It's just me. Uh, and that's that's really a big one for me that a lot of people don't know. They just think I'm I'm just always out there. And the reality is I don't like to be always out there. Right. I like to just have my my time and my moments uh, more than some would think I do. But that's that could be like a mind hack. Right. But that's one thing that I would say uh, is is good about me is is what a lot of people don't know is I really do enjoy my solitude despite all my skills and et cetera, et cetera. I, aside from that, I really do enjoy my solitude, Alex. I can be a quiet introvert when I need to be a quiet introvert, because I feel like that is incredibly healthy for me. Yeah, no, I I, I think I can, I can relate a little bit to that. Uh, It's, uh, you uh, you kind of enjoy those moments by yourself where you can go, and sometimes it's good to just be by yourself and and get away from the noise, even though, you know, I mean, it just can go with everything, but no, no, I can relate definitely. And look, last week I mentioned about um, that I wanted to talk about a mind hack. That oh, that's really right. A, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Totally. And it's not really like a mind hack per se. It's just I've been hearing it a lot and it made a lot of sense. And it's there's medical stuff that goes along with this. And what am I talking about is, you know, our minds are able to generate thoughts in our brains and point out things. And when you focus on like negativity and things like that, it, it kind of points it out. Your brain points those things out to you and you start seeing more negative and everything like that. So with this mind hack, it's kind of one of those uh, scenarios, Carlos, like fake it till you make it scenarios. Right, but not right, necessarily, right, right. But not necessarily, just think about it like this. When you put in your mind that you want a new vehicle and right. you say, I want this car, suddenly your mind starts seeing it everywhere. You never <laughs> noticed it before, but you set your mind, I want this car. Maldita G-Wagon. <laughs> Yeah, and you start seeing it everywhere, true or not, okay? True. So here's the next deny. thing. I can't deny so, Exactly, right? <laughs> so you start seeing, your mind starts picking up those things. Well, we can fix ourselves and be like, hey, look, I'm faster, or I'm doing this, or you can say like, oh, I see positivity, my day is going great. So you start right, pointing right. these things out in your, in your mind, and then your mind starts focusing on the positivity, everything else. It's like, oh, you, I am getting a little faster, I'm doing this. And slowly you're tricking your mind into believing something that you're not, but you will be because your mind's pointing right. it out and you're getting faster right. and faster right. instead of your mind, you know, putting all the negativity. And that's one thing that I encourage people to try is like, start taking the positives out of things and see how your mind works. I'm faster or whatever. And see if your mind starts pointing it out. There's, you can go and do research and there's plenty of stuff that, you know, they come out and says that it works. So I would encourage everybody to try that. It's just like, it's just like weight loss. You know, at one point in my life, man, I, I went through a tremendous weight loss journey, bro, like straight up. Uh, and I, what I learned is 
through the things that I was doing in that journey, man, is that I had to shock my body, right? That whatever I was doing constantly, I had to switch it up to shock my body. And when I learned to how to shock my body, I lost weight. And then I continued to do that, right? I created a different process because I learned how to shock it. And when I did that, I've got results. So it's the same thing almost with a mind, yeah. bro, right? You got to shock the mind and give it something completely different than what it's used to. So I really like that, Alex. I, th I thought that was pretty impressive. I, I really do. And I think that kind of goes into, here's what's interesting, man. It kind of goes into the quote of the day, right? Uh, the quote of the day comes from, I don't know how to say his last name. This is pretty interesting. I want to say his Perot, uh, but not like Ross Perot. Like remember back in the day, uh, we had that presidential candidate, Ross Perot. Uh, mm -hmm. No, no, no. It's, I believe it's Poirot. But anyway, it, the name doesn't matter unless you really want to look up what he, what he does or whatnot. But I love this quote, Alex. And it says, today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. Talk about mind hacks. That's a perfect mind hack. Yeah, My no, it's it, 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 it,